If you can find a niche that's super unique, something that you just stick to and you do over and over and over again that's super interesting and iconic, you can blow up on there. Artists should have the resources they need to do the work that runs through their veins. And with the gathering of resources, we will one day abolish the phrase, starving artist. Day and night, the movement does not cease, for creativity never sleeps. We are Artist Uprising. Welcome to the Artist Uprising podcast. I'm your host, Cabis. We have a very special guest with us today, international commercial fashion photographer <laughs> extraordinaire, Dixie Dixon. How are you doing, Dixie? I'm so great. How are you doing? Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's totally so great to be a part of this. The vibes in here great are photo. amazing. Oh, thank you. That's what we kind of do here. I love that. Um, first off, just before we get started, I love this photo. Oh, thank you so much. So cool. I'm going to... Roxanne and Flash. Yeah. I didn't need to get a copy of it and put it in my place. <laughs> I um, make you one. Oh, you would? I would oh, love to. Yes, yeah. you got it on camera. Um, yes. First off, Dixie Dixon, <laughs> the name itself. Is that for real? It is for real. Okay. It's my nickname since I was in the sixth Nick grade. Tell me the story yes. about the, the name then. So the name happened, I was in sixth grade and on the soccer team. Yeah. And my best friend, Courtney, she, there was four Lindsay's on the soccer team. So as you can imagine, calling me on and off the field was tricky because if you said Lindsay, all four Lindsay's would, you know, look up and right. <laughs> so, so my best friend nicknamed me Pixie Dixie at the time from my last name Dixon. Yeah. And so that just turned into Dixie and then Dixie was on all my uniforms and it just stuck and people thought I look more like a Dixie than a Lindsay. Wow. And Dixie Dixon sounds super hokey <laughs> but it's memorable it's memorable and so i just went with it and i'm from texas so very cool you know it's kind of texas it's like a perfect marriage <laughs> like just perfect branding everything dixie i mean the whole Thank thing you. right here um so that. let's let's get into how you got into photography um yeah. how you were young when you got into it right yeah. like uh tell me a little bit about 12. that oh Absolutely. okay yeah i was um gosh so i grew up an only child and so photography for me was sort of one of those things where I could entertain myself and get creative. Wow. And I was very much shy and I'm still an introvert, which seems really weird. I know I can appear very extroverted, but, wow. um, you know, I gain a lot of energy from being alone and reflection. And so photography for me, my dad gave me uh, my first real camera when I was 12. Okay. And... Uh, he showed me how to use it. It was a manual film camera at the time. So, so you started with manual, yes. like no automatic at all. No automatic. Did you? So. Were you figuring it out on yes. your? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it took a while. Okay. And I can remember. Self-taught. Uh huh. Yeah. Self-taught. I mean, you originally. Do that? How did you do well, that? Well, my dad was really helpful. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he kind of showed me the basics on which film to use and how to focus and all of those, you know, important elements. And were you developing film yourself? Um, it's funny. I actually, so in high school, I was in the marching band. <laughs> like, no, really? Yes, total band nerd. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, what um, did you play? I played saxophone. Oh, yeah. okay. We'll bring out the saxophone. Okay. <laughs> I will bring it next time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you played? But, yeah. So, yeah. So I ended up. Um, one day we were marching and I misstepped 
and I ran like smack dab into a tuba player and it was domino effects and it was just really stressful. Is it on video? And I wish it was. That would have been amazing. Throwback Thursday, I think. <laughs> that would be really good. Right. So my band director yelled at me, made me cry in front of the whole band. And so I quit band the next day and I joined the yearbook staff. So I can actually thank him for that because then right. I got into photography and that's when I started developing my own film. So I took all these summer classes in order to get into yearbook because normally you have to have taken all these classes and stuff and I hadn't taken them yet. And so I just immersed myself in it and I completely fell in love with photography. I mean, it was such a passion. Developing your own film. Yes. That is, I, I, I started, or not started, but in college I took mm -hmm. a photography class and nice. we did that. I did the whole red room. What is it? The yes, dark room. The dark room. The, dark the room. red room. <laughs> yeah, that shows you how <laughs> real good I am at this. The red room, <laughs> the dark room. But yeah, yeah um, I could never get the photos to come out the way I wanted to. Oh. How did you get that? Like, how yeah. did you master that? That was tough. Okay. I mean, so much practice. I would clock seven to 12 hours in there. Really? Yes, with all those chemicals. <laughs> so this was like a real like thing where yes. you got the camera, you started shooting photos, and it was like you really fell into it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just fully um, it felt like something I was just meant to do really I mean my teachers were just like wow she really she really loves this she really loves yeah. this um can you remember like your first portrait or your first like work that you did Ooh, you know it's interesting so I my um what was it senior year of college okay I ended up googling fashion photography study abroad and one came up through Syracuse University is the only program. Right. So I ended up going over to London and Prague to study with a world-renowned fashion photographer. Wow. And that is when I totally fell in love with the who, fashion. Who is the photographer? Um, Jeff Licata. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So he shot okay. for Valentino and Calvin Klein, all these huge brands. And I just remember I got to photograph this model. She didn't speak any English. She was all of 14 years old with this beautiful big hair in Prague in front of this gorgeous door. Right. Um, that was definitely one of my favorite shots and ended up winning an award. Winning um, an award? Yeah. Wow. Like, so this is like right off the bat. Yeah. Like still in college. Oh, so. <laughs> wow. Uh, so what was the, some of the main lessons that you learned from mm -hmm. that time? Oh, so many. Oh my gosh. I can remember just being writing so many notes, but some of the major lessons is you really have to build a team and you want to work with people that are creatively inspire you. That's yeah. such a huge part of it. Cause if you have negativity on set and people, you know, belittling, like I had a makeup artist belittle one of the models once that does not work. <laughs> no, it just throws off the energy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cause I realized how much energy is so important with fashion photography and, and then the lighting and the retouching um, is such a huge part of it. And your style is really something that you don't have to go in, out and find. Right. It's something that already exists within you. Yeah. You just have to keep shooting and keep creating. And the more your style is going to evolve and you're going to see things come up in your work over and over and over again. And that becomes your style. Did you see, so. did you notice a change or like a shift mm -hmm. uh, with you during that time abroad where you yeah. found yourself growing like 
leaps and bounds from where you were at when you started? Oh my gosh, yes. Really? <laughs> it was okay. like it catapulted yeah. just because How so? before that I was using um, just normal friends and family to model. Mm -hmm. And as you know, there's something about using a real model. professional yeah. <laughs> model that just takes your work from here to here because they know how to pose. The clothes just falls on them really beautifully. And just working with the team because I was just having them. So he had a team that you were working with. Yes, okay. Yes. And so that was kind of giving you an idea of mm -hmm. like, this is how it should be. Right. You okay. kind of see how the set goes and how they do each look and working with a stylist that brings all the clothes. Like I'd never seen any of that before. Was this was all so starting cool. to, to develop in your head mm -hmm. in the sense of when I get back to Texas or wherever you were going to be at? Yes. I'm going to do photography. Yes. 100% because before that I was shooting weddings, yeah. portraits, babies, families. You, you know? just didn't want to. I was over all that. <laughs> it was killing your creative. It was. it was killing your creative juices, right? It was. Well, weddings yeah. are incredibly stressful. Right. I have so much mad respect for wedding photographers because you got to be every kind of different photographer on the same day with high stress moms and brides and so that wasn't when mine. was the last time you shot a wedding? Ooh, it's probably been over 10 years. <laughs> you knew exactly what you wanted to yes. do. Yes. Okay. That's so well said, though, because it was it was like I studied abroad and this whole new world opened for me. So when I got back, then I started testing with real models, real makeup artists. I actually was using Model Mayhem to like wow. get the crew. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Old school. Very cool. No, that is awesome. Yeah, now I'm we sure. Instagram. Yeah, that's but, great. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So funny how it um, all... Did you I, have in mind like people when you were in London, mm -hmm. were you thinking in your head, I'm going to build my team, I'm going to work with this person, this person, and that person, or I did, did that develop anyone. over time? I oh, really? I did not know anyone at that point. Well, let's talk about yeah. how you built your team. What mm -hmm. was that process like? How did yeah. it happen? So it happens very organically. So I was a business major in school growing up, yeah. so I always learned like the importance of networking and getting out there and as much as I'm an introvert I like force myself to right, get out there right. but um yeah just on the model mayhem so I started working with some local models and then they would know other people that was like a makeup artist or a stylist and they so I would get to know all these different people that way yeah and then so it's a lot of like referrals like who do you know if I know someone like a model who do you know that's a great makeup artist and she would refer me to them and then we'd start working together right um and then i ended up booking a big uh campaign for magpul okay and um basically i had never worked with a producer or a lighting technician or any of these things but i knew about them yeah um through all my networking and so i knew who to call right um for that campaign did you fake it like you knew it <laughs> when you talked to them like oh yeah sure totally. oh yeah you did <laughs> You have to. Exactly. If you're given an opportunity you're okay. definitely not prepared for, always right. say yes. Yes. And figure it out later. Very yeah. cool. So you knew uh, you were starting to build these uh, relationships. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it's kind of like trial and error. Because yes. you're meeting people you work with, right. but then people you end up not ever wanting to work with again. <laughs> yes. Sure. And then people you do want to work with. Right. Right. Exactly. It did. So it had happened over time and you were doing that. Mm -hmm. Tell me about how the Nikon yeah. ambassador thing happened because you were an ambassador mm -hmm. for Nikon. How did that happen? Yeah. It's such a crazy um, story, but it was very organic. So... I'll start from the beginning and I'll give you the cliff notes version. Yeah, yeah no. Take, yeah, do you So, 
Um, my senior year of college, I ended up, I had a business coach or not coach, teacher, yeah. um, David Miner. And he said, if you're interested in an industry, go and join all the trade organizations that are a part of that industry. And so I was, I was thinking to myself, okay, I love photography. So I Googled uh, photography trade organization yeah. and a bunch of them came up. So I ended up joining all these student versions mm -hmm. of all these trade organizations. And then they all have contests. And so I started entering their contests. And one contest I entered through WPPI, it's like the Wedding and Portrait Photography right. Conference. Um, they, I ended up just 24 hours in advance, I entered. You know, I was super late. I FedExed my portfolio overnight to get to them. And it was lucky because I ended up winning that particular contest. And I got to go to uh, Las Vegas to go to this big trade show. And you wouldn't have known. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have happened if you'd not done it. And you yeah. just did that. And I just got this, I, I don't know, I just got this feeling like I needed to enter this contest. Um, and I ended up winning it. And then, so I started going to this trade show every single year just to network with people. Yeah. And that's actually how I met the marketing director at Nikon is like the owner of the trade organization. He said a few years down the road, he was following my work. And he said, oh, Dixie, I have someone I really want you to meet since you shoot Nikon. And then he introduced me to um, one of the Nikon marketing directors there. And I said, well, you just critique my work. I mean, I was just super green and I just wanted him to look at my work. So he started going through my work. He's like, wow, you shot these? Really? This is very cool stuff. And so I ended up keeping him updated for like a year. Right. Just every couple of weeks on my new pictures with Nikon. And then they ended up hiring me to shoot for one of their new cameras that was coming out, like the campaign. And they loved the stuff. And they kept hiring me. And then eventually they, when they launched the ambassador program, I got to be a part of um, the ambassador program as one of 16 in the United States. So oh, I was my. very excited. <laughs> it oh. was such a crazy experience. And that's how it started. And you've been yeah. with Nikon ever since. What is it about a Nikon camera that, oh, gosh, uh, yes. you know, someone watching <laughs> or listening to this podcast wouldn't yeah. know? What is it about it that, that you love? I love the way it renders uh, skin tones and portraits. Mm -hmm. There's something about the secret sauce Nikon uses between their lenses and their cameras that just, it's just creamy. It's, it's not overly sharp like a lot of the other camera brands. I'm not going to name them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm saying, I am not camera saying any brands. cameras today. I'm yeah. just going to talk about Nikon exactly. Right? So they tend to look a little bit more digital and overly sharp, whereas the Nikons, I feel like, just accentuate the just the look of the people. So if you're a portrait photographer, right. I just, I love Nikons because they, it's like the eyes will be tacked sharp and you just, everything else falls out of focus really nicely when you shoot wide open, like a wide open aperture, like 1.8 or mm -hmm. um, 2.0. But it's just, there's something about the skin tones and the color and the quality of the images that right. I just can't get enough of. That's, I mean, yeah. I think when you find <laughs> that product or whatever right. that you're using and you learn how to use it, mm -hmm. you probably just fall into it easy. Yes. Right. And so that's where you're at with Nikon. And you've also won some awards too as well. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that. Yeah. It's such an interesting, I always just kind of enter contests on a whim. If I get right. a feeling that I should enter. You still do that or not? I any? do. You still yes. do. Wow. Even at the level where you're at. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, okay. cause the key with contests, it's not even if you win it or not. Mm -hmm. The key is the people judging it. 
So if the judges are art directors for an advertising agency or a brand, like you want them to see your work and contests are a great way to do that because you enter and if they love your work, they might reach out to you later. So that's kind of like the key thing with How, contests. Hence what happened with the mm-hmm. Nikon thing. Yeah, um, exactly. has any Have you found any relationships or business because yeah. of that through contests? Definitely. Do definitely. you have any examples you could share? Um, gosh, I actually worked, one of my very first clients was Kodak. And they found me that way. And so they ended up licensing a bunch of my kids' photography for their film. So that's when I was like still shooting wow. and their or their paper actually. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool And with that you've been mm-hmm. able to travel again. Yes. Or well not again, I mean, but you did travel, I mean international mm-hmm. fashion photographer. What's yeah. that been like to kind of travel and work mm-hmm. on brands and help uh, with building their brand as far as through yeah. your work? What's that like? That's an amazing I mean, that's what I my ultimate passion is. Right. I mean, just shooting for brands and Because it's really, in a way, helping a business get their name out there. And I love business, so it's a great sort of merging of both. But gosh, I've traveled all over the world from Ibiza, Spain, uh, Barcelona. Uh, We did a really cool video uh, shoot in Brazil and Florianopolis. Wow. I've never even heard of that before. No, I haven't either. (laughs) So crazy. Um, All over. Um, I also worked with Manfrotto over in Venice, Italy. Um, that's a tripod company. Okay. And so it's it's such an interesting, it's it's such a cool experience. <laughs> I really don't have words <laughs> and, for it. No, and, I mean like the the whole travel thing. When I think about it mm-hmm. now, as far as like where we're at at this time, right. I know everything kind of shut down yes. for a second uh, for a couple of years. Right. What did you do during that time to keep yeah. yourself busy? That's a very good question. I think the last couple of years were tough on a lot of folks because mm-hmm. for me, travel shut down. Right. And that was. That was an interesting adjustment right? because I was used to always living out of a suitcase. Yeah. I mean, traveling probably 75% of the year, just mm-hmm. always ready to ready to go. Right. And so when that happened, it's weird, but all of a sudden the local jobs ended up coming to me. It was like this local hotel, um, Hotel Drover, which okay. is a Marriott autograph okay. hotel. They found me through a friend that was having dinner or something on new year's eve and they said oh (laughs) yeah she was amazing she just she's like do you know dixie she lives right near this hotel and so they ended up bringing me in interviewing me and so i've done so many shoots for marriott um this hotel you know since the COVID happened now do you bring in models or are you just shooting like the the, the both actually yeah and so that's another thing that you can add as far as like with what you're doing and stuff do you miss like doing the Mm -hmm. fashion editorial stuff you know I'm as much as I love editorial yeah and I I it's it's amazing Mm -hmm. um I'm more of a commercial fashion okay because it's Editorial is a little bit different style, and I would say that my style is a little bit more commercial, working with products and brands and, you know, still showcasing the feeling of wearing the clothes, Right. but in a more commercial way. But in a lot of ways, the commercial Mm -hmm. thing has taken you all over the world. Yes. So I'm happy about that. How did you utilize tools such as like Instagram, uh, TikTok and whatnot to kind of Mm -hmm. like 
grow your business? Great. I'm not so much on TikTok, but okay. I should be, I guess. It's okay. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a slow adopter to all right. the social no, stuff. No, but you have Instagram on lock. I do. Yeah. I, I do try to do the Instagram. Uh, it's weird. When I was first starting out in college, mm-hmm. Facebook was just launching. And so I ended up uploading a bunch of uh, portraits and things I was shooting. That's actually one of the ways that I got business early on. Okay. So my friends would see the portraits and they would, you know, really like those. And then they would hire me to shoot and they would pay me. And so I'm always kind of been fascinated by it. It was funny because a friend actually signed me up for social media. Right. I said, I don't want to be on Facebook. That's not my thing. No. The only reason why I'm on it is because business, obviously. Right. Otherwise, I would probably be yeah. introvert and not on it at all. <laughs> but you do it because of the business yes. and stuff. Yes. So yeah. now I do get jobs from it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't do a lot of the sponsored posts and things of that nature because I, I don't know, I just kind of try Was everything just like word of mouth then? Yeah. So it was kind yeah. of just like an organic growth. Mm-hmm. How, how, would, how, so. how would you... What would you recommend to a, mm-hmm. uh, an aspiring like photographer who wants to grow their brand organically like yeah, you did? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would definitely say be on social media. And okay. if you can, the more unique you can be, the best. Um, because if you can find a niche that's super unique, it's so hard these days because there's so many amazing people out there. But something that you just stick to and you do over and over and over again that's super interesting and iconic. If you can find that niche, you can blow up on there. Really? You know, yeah, it's just tricky. For me, it's interesting because I shoot so many different things. You know, I shoot architecture for these hotels. I shoot models. I shoot beverage companies. Mm-hmm. It's harder for me to have a cohesive... I struggle a little bit right. having a cohesive Instagram because it's just so many different things I shoot. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the whole filtration and stuff yes. isn't necessarily all curated right. perfectly. But it still doesn't matter if you're getting business, though. That's so true. And what I find interesting is I have a lot of clients that like to follow me on Instagram just to see what I'm up to. So it's an easier way instead of email. Mm-hmm. They just see the Instagram stories. They shoot, see what shoots I'm on. They love, like seeing that behind the scenes. What's um, the percentage of people reaching out to you yeah. through your website as opposed mm-hmm. to Instagram? So usually they do reach out through my website. Okay. The higher paying clients reach out to my okay. website. Oh, <laughs> so, right. so the other people are like, yo, can you shoot me like? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the other ones are more just kind of models or makeup artists that want to collaborate. Usually right. they'll they'll reach out on Instagram, which is cool. You and know? you get, I'm sure, a lot of that now, like locally yeah. and whatnot. Totally. Do you have any plans of like getting back out there? Um, as, as far, far as, as traveling? Oh, as far as traveling, yes, okay. definitely. Okay. Definitely. Anything in the works for 2022? Um, Travel-wise, yes. I can't quite <clears throat> talk about them yet. That's okay, that but I you do could. have some great things that I do. are in the works. So. And we actually just photographed, we were in Santa Barbara, I photographed Kathy Ireland. Wow. Yeah, okay. so she was that iconic uh, yes. Sports Illustrated swimsuit model that I was know. in like 13 consecutive issues. Yes. And so now yeah. she has a brand. She has 13 or 21,000 products licensed in the market. Whoa. So she's a super, super woman, basically. And that's just a product <laughs> of your work and people finding you because of that? Yeah. And you don't have, like, representation or anything. It's just So you. I do work with some reps, but okay. not um, exclusively. Okay. So any production that I, they reach out on their own, we produce the whole thing. Does that help you as far mm-hmm. as having some representation? Yes. It does. Um, it also, there's something really great about working directly with your client because yeah. you develop that relationship. Mm-hmm. The rep is great for getting extra work, but it's not going to be 
you know, 100% of my work. And so, for yeah. instance, like going out and shooting mm-hmm. Kathy Ireland, yeah. you're obviously going to get to know her shooting yes. and stuff because you will be I shooting love her, her, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's just another yeah. opportunity. As far as, can you, is there a shoot that you can remember where you knew your life was changing? Ooh, gosh, I feel like every shoot, I mean, there's been some key moments. Yeah, give me one of them. Okay, I can give you a few. (laughs) Yeah, give me a few. I'm here. So one of the big ones was right out of college, I ended up getting a job with a TV show on HDNet, which is now Access Television, and it was shooting swimsuit models. Okay. Um, So I would be out on the beach, you know, just shooting in Ibiza, Spain, shooting swimsuit models, and they'd be filming. It was like a docu-reality travel show. And you're shooting, and they're filming you. Mm Mm-hmm. They're filming the back of my head. Wow. Okay. And then hence the hat and everything. Yes. the branding yeah okay so that's one there mm-hmm. okay what, what else and then gosh now i'm like running a blank but the next one was obviously the nikon ambassador that was yes. such a huge moment and then just getting to shoot with kathy ireland another because i actually she wrote the the forward to my book and she actually came to fort worth texas for a gallery show that we did with her and we launched my book and launched the gallery and everything. And some of the proceeds went to one of her organizations. Let me go into a little bit with the book. Tell yeah. me what's the book about. Yeah. yeah. So when I was speaking at the Nikon booth one day at one of these trade shows, um, a London publisher came up to me and said, Dixie, you should write a book. And I thought to myself, okay. <laughs> so he said, uh, you know, why don't we collaborate? It was like a pu- really cool publisher. And they yeah. do all kinds of photography books. And so he had me write the book, and it's basically a how-to book on how to break into fashion photography, how to get your name out there, how to brand yourself. How long did that take, mm-hmm. like, putting the book together? It took about a year. About a year? Yeah. Okay. So would you all... ever do it again? Is there another book in the works? <laughs> you know, after I did it, I said I would never, never do, do it again, again. But now I'm like, well, maybe I'll do another one. Right. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. I think the next one will probably be like a coffee table book. Right. Less, well, less words, more pictures. More pi- Oh, okay. yes. more pictures. So, yeah, yes. that would be cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, question. Yeah. If there are any aspiring photographers that are watching listening to this podcast what advice would you give to them oh my gosh so much so much but I would say um if you're interested in photography if you're like just out of school so I actually ended up I was afraid to pursue photography when Mm -hmm. I first got into it because it's kind of scary going out on your own you don't have a lot of money you're trying to figure things out Mm -hmm. and I I kind of freaked out and I since I was a business major I applied for an investment firm job right and I got the job and then I ended up turning it down because one of my mentors said Dixie if you want to pursue photography now is the time like you're you don't want to get locked in a lifestyle making this investment firm kind of money and then you're even more scared to jump into photography so if this is something you want to do, now is the time you should just go for it. And so I ended up turning that job down. And then I just started shooting literally anything that would pay the bills. Whoa. And I haven't looked back since. You know, it's been it's been tough at, at certain times because photography, especially commercial photography, mm-hmm. you'll have jobs. It'll be like raining with jobs and it'll be dead for a while. You know, it's, it can kind of ebbs and flows. But right. I've kind of fallen in love with that. It makes life exciting. Love it. And so I would just say anyone that's going 
you know, that they want to do photography, like that's their passion, I would just say, go for it. You just, you don't have anything to lose. I mean, you I mean, had figure it out. a job salary, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. on the table. Yeah. And you are, what was your family's reaction to that? They were excited. They were scared, I think, for me. They didn't tell yeah. me. Um, but, I mean, both my folks did that. They've done the salary job. Right. And it's, you've got to do stuff that feeds your soul or you can just get lost in it and just... I mean, because essentially we're, we are, um, grow, we've grown up in school being trained to be factory workers, essentially. And it's, so it makes it harder for us to go against the grain and do something that we love. But I think if you can do that, the reward is, it's like nothing else. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to leave on that. <laughs> I just want to thank you. Oh, Dixie, thank for, you so you know, much. taking the time for being with us here at the Artist Uprising podcast. Yeah. Um, where can our listeners and viewers find you on social media? Absolutely. So my Instagram is under I am Dixie Dixon. Dixie Dixon wasn't available. <laughs> I was very angry. Really? That. Did you yes. meet the Dixie Dixon already? She does. She never posts. She has oh, okay. three posts. I'm like, oh, oh no. man. So oh. it's I am Dixie Dixon on okay. most of my social media. <laughs> well, thank you so much, yes. Dixie. Oh, it was such an honor. Oh, you're such a fun too. person to no, talk to. Your energy to. is great. This thank is awesome. You. Can't wait to get this. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. But thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dixie. And we will see you soon. Awesome. Stay tuned and explore the next Artist Uprising. Use hashtag Artist Uprising to join the movement.